0: Samurai Champloo has been one of the most beloved animes probably of the last millennium, but does it still hold up or is it best viewed through the lens of nostalgia? Well, let's dive in as we unpack the first 12 episodes of this anime classic question mark. Cody, Cody, we're, we're, we're starting this podcast off confused, man. How, how the hell are
1: you? I'm good, man. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's, uh, it's a little confusing here. I expected a lot more out of this show.
0: Yeah, Cody, I, I remember this a lot more fondly than when I was watching it this time. I don't know, like I, I what well, you know, you know, I. We actually spent the first part like uh, not recording, kind of talking about this. Like it's like we met with scratching heads. You know what I mean?
1: No, definitely. Yeah.
0: But of course, of course, that means you know us rambling on about anime means we are back for the next episode of Shonen and Suds. I am Chris Adams,
1: and I am Cody Snodgrass.
0: And, Cody, well, this is episode, what, 20...
1: 21, I believe.
0: 21. Man, we are old enough to drink on this podcast. So, that Cody, I can't think of a better segue than, uh, since we're hit, the podcast has turned 21, we're buying it in its first drink, so what are you drinking?
1: All right, Chris, we're on to flavor number two of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Pack. Oh, shit. We got the citrus flavor. Um, oh. Which... I mean, it pretty much kind of tastes like what you expect—a little lemon, yeah. lime, seltzer. Um,
0: yep. So we're talking about like Sprite toilet water.
1: Yeah, I really couldn't have said it better myself. I definitely enjoy it more than the, the wild berry flavor I had last week. Um, mm-hmm. and it definitely but is. I think we—it's not bad.
0: No, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's not bad. But we all know it's no Catalina Lime Mixer or Aloha Beaches, right?
1: Oh yeah, it doesn't even—it doesn't even hold a candle to them. Um, not even. But, Those are too good.
0: You know, it, it
1: it it gets the job done, right?
0: It does. They they do. Those seltzers get the job done without like the without feeling full.
1: That's right. Uh, but what about you, Chris? What are you drinking tonight?
0: Well, Cody, because I, I'm I'm I actually forgotten to buy beer, so I'm I'm doing a, I'm doing a run back. I've got the old Coors Bank with the old thirty six stubby. Um, it's the last one I had. I was like, I, I when I got home, I was like, fuck, I didn't buy any beer for this. So I was like, I had to scoot things around in my fridge and I found the stubby in the back, like the like the golden goose.
1: <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that? The yeah, the...
0: we're doing the old banquet beer. Working class all the way, Cody.
1: Pulling the Johnny Lawrence again, right?
0: That's right. We are Johnny Lawrence, which is kind of fitting, you know, Samurais, Cobra Kai, it's all the same, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Although, I don't know, Chris. <sighs> Oh, man. You know, I, Cobra Kai might have had a better storyline than this.
0: I, I, I think so too. I, I think Cobra Kai is better than a lot of animes, but uh, but yeah, man. Like you know, we're covering episodes one through twelve of Samurai Champloo. Now, before we get into the tale of the tape, Cody, um, I feel like I owe you an apology because um, you know I had been hyping this one up, and last I had watched it, I loved it. Like, I, I, I don't, but it was a chore watching this this time, man. Like I, I felt, I I was like, this, this isn't the same anime I watched 15 years ago. Right. Like I just, (sighs) Cody, I didn't care for it this time around.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, Honestly. Like I hope the second half of the season really picks up um, with, with how many votes the show got. I, I really expected this th- was gonna be like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'd, it's hard. I don't want to compare it to Bebop, but it's tough because it's made by, uh, was it Shinichiro Watanabe? Watanabe, yep. Yeah, so it's like it's tough to compare them, but uh, mm-hmm. with like the votes on Facebook being unanimous for this, mm-hmm. um, and then like I think it barely lost on Twitter, but when the votes added together, obviously this won. Um, I just mm-hmm. expected a lot more, and uh, yeah, kind of underdelivered. I think this might be an anime that's like more enjoyable when you see it in like a like the one episode block like you see one episode every saturday like on adult Mm. swim or whatever you might be watching it on oh yeah of course but as far as like a like a binge anime this is not a good one
0: yeah and so you know i'm glad you put it that way because that that's i mean that's how i first experienced it and like it checks a lot of boxes the music's great i mean we've got great voice acting um but I think I, I I think it's it's one of those things like it's a not it's a not you it's me kind of situation, um, because I, I'm I actually you know I stewed over it pretty much like all weekend after I watched it because like again watching it was a chore, but even after I was done watching, it, I was like, why didn't I like this this time? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking, well, uh, other than the fact that it's incredibly repetitive, like for I mean, like what you said, what the first like eight or nine episodes, it's like the same fucking thing over and over and over again um but you know a lot of episodes do a monster a bad guy monster of the week type of thing but like this one felt very narrow in that regard but there's a lot of like i you know i didn't care for the second afro samurai i can't get behind demon hunter and i thought about it i was like man do i really care about ninja scroll anymore like could I watch Rurouni Kenshin again or like even something like as fantastical as like Inuyasha? I don't, I just don't think I care about like those feudal style samurai swordsman type animes anymore.
1: I mean, I can throw my two cents in and say that Rurouni Kenshin is still very good. Um, okay. But I watched that a couple of years back. I finished the, uh-huh. the series recently. Um, yeah, maybe maybe just something with you in feudal times, Chris. Maybe you two just don't get along, you know?
0: Yeah, because like <laughs> I like high fantasy stuff, but I'd rather see like medieval and like somebody like guts, you know, crushing up against some demons or some kind of you know normal baddie instead of like Jin and Mugen. Like I don't give a fuck. I just yeah. don't. I, I don't know. Like I just don't care about that type of story anymore. But like, give me like a side. Like, Give me like a cyberpunk samurai story then I'm fucking all in, right? Like give me give me like something in the year 2999. Give that guy a fucking samurai sword. Um I'm all over it.
1: I thought I, you re- I don't know. I really thought you were going for the 2077. I thought we were doing the full cyberpunk <laughs> well, reference.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a shame. I don't even want to get into cyberpunk cuz apparently unless you own it on PC, it is fucking unplayable.
1: That is right. Um uh... Luckily, I haven't had- bought. I haven't bought it yet. Oh, okay, but I've heard. I've heard the complaints. Um,
0: yeah, I've actually got a copy of it on its way to me because uh, Irving got that for me as like a wedding gift.
1: Oh, nice! And I got
0: married a year ago. That goes over the timeline of how many delays this thing has had. Um, and I think he's got it for me on PS4, so I'm just like, oh boy. Um, yeah. Hopefully, it'll you know I can actually experience it firsthand to see how unplayable it is, or maybe they'll fucking patch it at some point. You know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll have to find out. Uh, but. We'll cover that in a, on a later episode, right? Maybe. Yeah, we'll <laughs> you right.
0: I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. But, but, you... the, uh, but let's go ahead and uh, dive on in here to Samurai Shampoo, Cody, if, if, if that's where you're heading, that's where you're steering me.
1: I think that's where I'm steering you, Chris.
0: <laughs> well, fair enough. Well, let's give this a quick uh, a quick rundown here, a quick tail of the tape. Um, the manga was introduced in January 26, 2004, and it actually only had two volumes and ran through September 26 of 2004. Um, we mentioned earlier that the anime is directed by Shinichiro uh, Watanabe, which obviously he's done so many great others. Uh, the one that comes to mind, uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, excuse me, he also did Space Dandy. Uh, those are like kind of the big three in like this, this uh wantanaba verse that we you know he's kind of created Uh, i'm actually calling it the wantanabe verse uh moving forward um and the show originally ran uh may of 2004 until march of 2005 um now what's crazy is i guess because anime was really starting to be big uh the show was actually licensed uh to be distributed in north america i mean before like like a while before the show even aired.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Yeah. So, like, it was something that, they, I guess, um, I guess that's something that the studio, because it was like Genon or whatever, like, this, the same studio that did, that pretty much distributed everything in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. I guess after, like, striking Bebop gold, they probably wanted to, you know, oh, this is a fucking another banger from Watanabe. Let's see if we can get this going. Um, but it first appeared um, as an English dub um, on Adult Swim, uh back in may of 2005 um so but apparently i didn't know this until you know doing some research on this apparently what was aired was um was edited and maybe i just don't remember because it's been so long but all like the foul language was replaced with like sound effects which you know which made sense given like the 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 hip-hop kind of fusion style that it has Mm -hmm. um but they also cut out like blood nudity but i mean again you know you hit the nail on the head, I do think. I mean, you're watching one episode of this, like, every two fucking weeks. Uh, you didn't care.
1: Right. <clears throat> now, um, now the version you watched, did you watch it on Hulu, or... I watched Hulu. Okay. Was yours yeah. edited, or was it all in there?
0: Uh, everything seemed fine to me.
1: Okay, okay. I Because I, I started on Hulu, and I ended up uh-huh. sw- switching over to Funimation, actually, because... Mm-hmm. For some reason, my Hulu was like the volume was just super quiet. Weird, dude. I had my TV at like seventy volume, and I still couldn't hear it. I was like, I don't know what's oh, going man. on. Um, mm-hmm. So I switched it up and went with Funimation. So I was just wondering okay. if there was any any differences, but I don't think there was.
0: No, not that, not that I could notice, or not that I paid attention to. Because I'm not gonna lie, Cody. Like I, I coasted through this one. You ever, you ever just go on autopilot, like in a classroom, while you're just like learning something, or did you?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Because
0: I did that for this, honestly. Um and so I never noticed anything out of the ordinary but again I think I was more trying to figure out why I didn't like it as much this time around but but uh like I said um the show aired in May of 20 uh sorry May of 2005 and the first run ended on March 8 of 2006. Uh, and of course it didn't just debut in in uh USA it was in Canada Um, It was also in the UK, France, uh, pretty much worldwide distribution uh, for this. And then the show was released um, um, with Funimation. They released the box set back in 2009, which I had. Um, And I had, I said the regular old DVD box set. And then, um, so apparently then back in 2011, they re-released it again. So, I mean, the show has been, you know, shown on Funimation and on Adult Swim. Um, and all, you know, it's been on Hulu as long as I can remember, but the, the show's always in the mix when you're talking about like, you know, it's an elite company on a lot of these streaming services. Right. And and especially when you're showing something on Toonami, right? Like they've got limited space, so they've only really ever showed nothing but like popular good animes, right?
1: Yeah. They're pretty much like the greatest hits of anime usually. Um,
0: Yeah. And I, I swear, Samurai Shampoo used to be in that, like, used to be in that category. But I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, I think it's just—it's hard to keep up with like the current trend of storylines in anime. I think they just keep uh, getting better and better. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. obviously, you have like your your standouts that'll stand the test of time. Um, but as far as storyline goes, so far, I'm am, I'm am not impressed.
0: Yeah, no, no, I and I I do think maybe. know in 2005 like this was this was great for its time right like we were we have like a a very paper thin overarching narrative here but each week is just like random dipshit that they're getting into some kind of predicament to while they're you know while they're searching for the, the the warrior the samurai that smells of sunflowers like that's that's the only fucking thing holding this narrative together
1: Oh, Chris, that's my storyline synopsis. Yeah, right there. that's
0: that. That's the only note you took. That's,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> not, let me just go through my notes here. Samurai that smells of sunflowers.
1: Yeah. And but, three, and Fu Mujin and Jin, and that's it. That's yeah, that.
0: like that. That's uh, you know, we'll 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 kind of break that down a little bit. But I guess where I was going with that is, I don't know if you know, because how old was I in two thousand five? I'm thirty eight now. We're talking, you know, twenty three. That's what that was. Twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. So, yeah, that makes me 23 years old. Sorry, I, ma- I can't math. But, yeah, so I don't think, but, like, 23-year-old me, I don't think could process, like, a great modern storyline or some, like, really fun things like a, like My Hero Academia or even something like fucking Death Note, which, only, which wasn't that much further ahead of this, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't think a young me could have processed something like that. But, no, I agree with you. I, I think, but I also think, like, outside of something like Demon Hunter, like, are there, and, you know, you mentioned one that was, like, super action but, like, do we really see a whole lot of feudal-era-style Japanese animes anymore?
1: Yeah, I mean, the most recent one <clears throat> that I've watched was Sengaku Basara, and there's a couple different versions of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I really enjoy, but it's, like, it's super action-packed and kind of over-the-top. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, this yeah, one... Like- Demon
0: Hunter is the only one I can think of. Like now, like you know, that. But again, I haven't. There's i I'm. There's a lot of current anime I have not seen, so I may be just way off the fucking mark on that.
1: Now, are you talking about Demon Slayer?
0: Yeah, like Demon Slayer is the only yeah. one that I know of, and I just.
1: Yeah, see, and I've never. I, I
0: can't get into that either.
1: Yeah, I haven't dove into that one yet. So.
0: And I've tried, but you know, maybe maybe when that when that one comes up, maybe I'll give it a fair shake. But I I think it's just the setting that is now turning me off immediately. Just because I don't, I just don't think I care about that stuff as much. Like, again, I love fucking, I love ancient eras and periods of the past, but I just don't, I think, because this is something that, like, I don't know, man. Like, let me think of the right way to, before we dive into these similar episodes. Cody, what, like, you always see, like, like nerds really love like feudal Japan they love drawing their favorite characters as like samurais or they all love having like the pointy hats and the katanas and like the the, the very ornate garbs that they wear you know what I mean like nerds love that shit mm-hmm. so maybe maybe you know that was a point in my life where I liked that guy I thought it would be cool seeing your favorite character I don't know fucking Shaggy from Scooby Doo as a samurai what, <laughs> whatever you know what I mean like but you always see people doing that shit Yeah. so like i don't know maybe maybe
1: maybe it's just a this. different time i don't know
0: yeah i don't know man i don't know like again I'm, I'm confused but cody let's go ahead and dive in um start start our engine cody
1: well chris we we start off um <clears throat> we see a brief scene of uh our, our characters which i'm just gonna go ahead and name them now i don't think they mm-hmm. get named for a little bit uh, but we got Mugen. Yep. It was so. like the main character. Yeah, and Jin, and they've got mm-hmm. kind of like this constant like back and forth friendly rivalry type thing going on, mm-hmm. um, but both of them are basically about to get executed for some reason, um, and then we kind of re- mm-hmm. we re- we rewind basically back to earlier in that day. Yeah, uh,
0: well, a fun little like again, I love the hip hop fusion here, like the like the replaying of like a tape and like a record, like you know, like Missy Elliott flipping it and reversing it.
1: Yep. <laughs> Uh, but then we go to a, a little tea house, uh, we meet our, our our final main character, named Fu.
0: Yeah, she's uh, our comic relief female, strong female lead here.
1: Yeah, she's a young 15-year-old girl. She's working at this tea shop. She's kind of getting harassed by, like, I want to say he's like the village prefect's son, is what he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's the uh, the governor's son, yeah. So, yeah, just, just being, like, the boss's kid, typical, like, just shithead.
1: Yeah, and our boy Where Mugen. Where are my dumplings? Yeah. yeah, and our boy Mugen rolls in, and he kind of like offers some assistance. I think for an exchange of like some dumplings, a hundred dumplings, yeah. like
0: something absurd.
1: Yeah, and while while he, this is all going on, we also see Jin, um, and I, I don't know if it, it's like these bodyguards of some other like important person in Japan are basically like harassing like this townsman, like I want to say yeah, they, we... they like, take his money or something.
0: Yeah, it's like the classic, uh, you know, I feel like this just it's not taxes, but like it's it's because of like a construction bid or work. And, you know, if he doesn't get the construction job, he's out of work. But like this guy is being just a just a total shithead, just like, oh, you don't have enough money. Well, I need all your money. What's this chump change you're giving me? Um, And of course, like, it you know, Jen's in the crowd and he's just like, what the fuck are these people doing? Like, just like. definitely does not like you definitely see he takes the moral high ground so jen to me strikes me as like he's immediately like your moral high ground character right which is a complete contrast to fucking Mugen, who's always trying to get himself over you know he's always trying to get one over or you know like well you got to do something for me man like i can't just i can't just like which is we're going to go back to it's like i just can't beat these guys up like i'm starving Mm
1: mm-hmm yeah, and I guess oh, kind,
0: kind deeds don't play pay the bills.
1: I guess the, I'm looking at the episode description, and it actually is so. Mu up against the the prefect's son.
0: Okay, and, and the governor is the character. That yeah, the they, Prefix,
1: like the guy, that, the bodyguards that Jin takes on. Um, yep, and he kills them. Mu yep, fights... which
0: by the way, they mentioned that like those 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 bodyguards. Oh, they're they're, they're elite samurai. They're they're the strongest in the area. and... And, like, Jin has that conversation with them. It's like, do you, this, do you call this honorable, you mm-hmm. know, what you're doing? So, like, they're, like again, we, get, we, we see it. We pretty much see all of what Jin's about right here in this first episode.
1: Yeah, so he takes out these guards, and while Mugen's working on the other guards, Jin actually ends up entering that same little, like, tea shop restaurant.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're not fucking around here. We're bringing everybody together just right off the bat.
1: Yep, and uh, Mugen actually mistakes him for one of, like, the Prefect's bodyguards, um, mm-hmm. and they have a little one-on-one match a little bit. Um, the place ends up getting set on fire by another guard, um, mm-hmm. and these two get captured. Um, and they this is where, like, the beginning of the episode kind of flashes back in, where, like, we saw them getting, basically, ordered to be executed.
0: Yep. But well, now here we are.
1: Yeah, we got good old Fu. She comes to the rescue and uh, kind of helps him out. Fu
0: to the rescue.
1: Yeah, but in exchange for her helping him out and escaping, she asked him to go on this quest to find this mysterious man, Chris, a samurai who smells of sunflowers.
0: <sighs> well, there we go.
1: And that's your overarching plot, folks.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's it. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's it. Because you know what's going to happen, Cody? And I, I mean... We could easily go through each of these episodes to fluff it all out, but that's what we get for, like, the next seven episodes.
1: Yeah, it pretty much just follows this constant trend of, like, they're either hungry or broke, which is very similar to Bebop. Yeah, yeah it's,
0: it's a very—and, of course, Mugen's voice actor, American voice actor, is the same, uh, the same voice as Spike Spiegel.
1: Which is great because I think he's a great voice actor. Um, yeah,
0: like they're pra- and they're, these characters are practically the same guy, so it's probably was not a stretch for him to switch from Spike to this guy.
1: Yeah, I actually found like a time, not a timeline, but like a pattern that every episode of Samurai Shampoo follows, mm-hmm. and it's basically like option one: are their bellies empty? And it's like <laughs> go to option two. Are they broke?
0: You're drawing the flow chart. Yeah. That's what your notes are, Yeah, flowchart. Well, somebody
1: wrote this on a forum, and I was just cracking up because it was so true. <laughs> like, And then it was like... Um, it was like, Foo gets captured, go to option four. Mugen tries <laughs> to get laid, go to option five. They mm-hmm. eat dumplings or rice, go to option six. And I'm just like... Man, this is... And that's literally what every episode does. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, it, it's really hard to even, like deep dive into this anime like we usually do um because mm-hmm. even like with cowboy bebop they had like interesting villains mm-hmm. this one is like
0: it's just like random fucking dudes right because like in the second episode the villain's the guy who got his hand cut off in the tea shop by uh by mugen so it's like okay well no one gives a shit about you 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 weren't an issue the first time around
1: yeah mugen like took out his, his guy's name's Riojo rio joe or mm-hmm. rio jiro rio
0: I'm, joe something fight for freedom, but yeah he whatever.
1: cut his arm off and uh he kind of has like in episode two he basically has like this big goon guy um
0: oh yeah the old fucking oni wakamaru who's just like just an ugly dude and like fu is like hey you know like everyone hates him so he's a just a mean brute of a guy but fu becomes his friend so when he's fighting mugen he just fucking dies because he doesn't decide to hurt him meanwhile like Fu, uh, not Fu, uh, Jin is fighting a samurai that they meet earlier who ends up being a shithead. So, like, <laughs> yep. this is all because I believe they were, they needed uh they needed money. I think this episode was for, no, this was, no, they they needed, uh, they, they needed food. They, they, this episode started with them being hungry, because I remember Fu was, like, yelling at them for something, and then, like, her stomach just... Yeah,
1: they basically needed food, or they needed money for food. Um, yep. And that's episode two, like...
0: Yeah, that's it. Yep. And uh, guess what happens in episode three? They leave uh, They leave Fu behind and they go and steal some food because they're hungry.
1: Yep. Which causes them to meet up with, like, this is where they meet the the Nagatomi gang. Yeah. And they're basically like a, a Yakuza group. Um, kind of like so, just some evil guys that are kind of running this town. Yep. Um, but, yeah.
0: And I know Jin gets hired as <laughs> he gets... Uh, he gets um put to work because he can't pay for food, so he uh, he ends up being uh, becoming a sword for hire in this episode. Um, yeah, yeah, And I know Fu, Fu gets uh. Yeah, I want to say Fu's captured and ends up ha- having to be a hooer.
1: Yep, she gets thrown in the brothel. I do believe for. Yep. One of many times because I believe this happens to her a couple times here. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jin gets hired by uh, Sosuke, and. He, Basically, his dad is in trouble with uh, the Nagatomi gang because he like he can't pay his bets. Uh-huh. Um, these actually these two episodes go hand in hand. It's all
0: yeah. Three and four are uh yeah, a, hell- a two parter as it were. Yeah, the
1: Hellhounds for Hire part one and two. Um, yep. But they take Sosuke's sister and they make her go into prostitution. All this stuff. Um. And basically, when everybody all Jin and uh, Mugen they arrive to kind of like save the day essentially that's when the episode ends we'll move into the next one um basically do some more fighting susuke ends up killing this guy because he sees him kind of like uh kind of like just being a little creep to his sister um,
0: yeah, don't tell me he's part of the nagatomi gang cody
1: no he's not um but you know he's not gonna watch his sister like the dude's like smelling her hair and like gawking at her through like the window um and I don't even remember the, the main guy who's, like, the good dude of the town. Mm-hmm. But he ends up actually sacrificing his life. And they basically, like, have this little dice roll bit. Where it's like, mm-hmm. you gotta make up for Sosuke killing this one dude. Um, so mm-hmm. you can either give your own life or, you know, play this loaded dice game, basically. Yep. Uh,
0: you have to commit seppuku. Seppuku. You, uh...
1: yeah. Um, which he does, um. As he loses the dice game. Mm-hmm. And, uh.
0: Well, oh, and that, then, uh. uh, uh Mugen, then Mugen comes in, creates a scene. Uh. I want to say they kill, uh. An epi- they kill Nagatomi, and, uh.
1: Pff. Yep. That's about it, Chris. <laughs> there
0: it is. So, and guess what? Guess how the next episode starts?
1: They're all hungry. <laughs>
0: they're all fucking hungry. This time. Replace the name from the last episode with a new name. Uh, this time it's a detective, and we're caught in like a a slave trafficking kind of uh you know ring here. This is what this episode's about.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if you know like too much background on this episode, but mm-hmm. this guy fu meets is a uh, an ukiyo-e artist. Mm-hmm. Is that, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, it's Hishikawa Morinobu, and apparently he's actually like an actual person in real life
0: yeah 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 it's it's based off of somebody,
1: yeah he like came up with the ukioe art style or something I mean, I don't know if this is how this guy was in real life, but he's a piece of shit, so yeah i I, I, I genuinely don't could know. literally care less about the art style you helped create and found um yeah, so hopefully that's not how you were in real life, my guy um mm-hmm. but yeah we beat
0: I don't know, but then the then we, he he gets beat up by the yakuza. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he basically, like, asked Fu to model for him so he can make this painting, and it's all just a, it's basically a big, like, human trafficking, like, yep. scam thing that he has set up with them. And it, mm-hmm. it, he he's not really the one in control, but...
0: But he's, he's he's not part of the solution.
1: No, definitely. And like you said, we met uh, Monzo, who's, like, mm-hmm. this this crazy detective, also the narrator of the show. Um, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, Fu Fu basically gets captured, they kind of throw her in this like barrel thing and they put her in this like port and they're waiting on the boat basically to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, Meanwhile, while this is all going on, Jin's playing a game of Shogi um, with this old man. Pretty much the entire show he's doing that while Mugen's off beating up some punks in the street um, Mm -hmm. just to kind of get some money. Uh, but then, of course, our, our buddy Hishikawa, the painter guy, uh-huh. after getting Fu kidnapped by the Yakuza, then he, like, tries to rescue her. Uh-huh. So.
0: Well, bless his heart.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. He gets beaten up by the Yakuza. Uh, Mugen comes across him, and he's like, hey, you gotta help Fu. Goes and takes her to where she's at. The boat's already leaving. Of course, Mugen comes to the rescue. Beats up the chumps. Um. Saves the day once again our our crew is reunited um
0: mm-hmm. I'm t- par for the course again yeah.
1: and apparently these the dude's paintings helped inspire vincent van gogh
0: yeah cool
1: whatever moving on cool. chris Epis- now what
0: i can say before we uh before we move forward i still love the intro to this show
1: oh yeah i wish well, we should have touched on that a little bit um
0: yeah, uh, I was just thinking about that. Um, I just because I'm being a lot harsher on the show than I thought I was going to be, <laughs> but the the intro, the intro is still very, very good. It, oh. it sets the tone for what you're getting. It's very, very much like Afro Samurai's opening.
1: Yeah, I really like the intro, and I like all the animation, and I really like our main three characters. I just think the story that they're put in is, yeah, not great. No, I agree. Um, and I actually I did a little bit of the research on some of the music. Is it New I don't know. How I believe a, so. New Jabbies. Because I know Lord Byron, he mentioned, like, the New Jabbies beats. And I guess he was a a guy that helped write music for this. And he was actually killed in a car accident. Um, oh, no shit. Yeah, so.
0: I was unaware.
1: Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate. Um, I did, I did well, just very little research. I was kind of just glancing over it and saw that he passed away. Um, well, I didn't know that. But I definitely really enjoyed the music of the show. Uh, probably, yeah, like, probably the highlight of the show.
0: Well, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like even though all these episodes are pretty much the same, like, it che- it still checks a lot of boxes. And I think, ah, man, like, I don't know, man. Because guess what? We're going to the next episode, and guess what they're doing? They're actually in an eating contest.
1: Yeah, which is, you know, it's something. At least they're getting but food.
0: They, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, every episode starts with them just being hungry as shit. And, if, and like, and this time they had to, like, give up their fucking weapons to – to enter the contest, but then they just get bopped.
1: Yeah, they lose to, uh, is it Isaac is his name? Yeah. He's like this European guy. Um mm-hmm. He wins the eating contest um, after a well-fought battle between him and Fu. Um, and he agrees to give them their stuff back as long as they give him like, a, a tour of the city. Um, yep. So they kind of basically do that. They get attacked a couple times. You kind of see, like, the the quote-unquote police of the city are looking for, like, this... This European foreigner, um, which I guess at that time, I guess like foreigners weren't allowed. I, I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know about this time period. So,
0: well, I mean, that's possible. Um, and I don't know. Again, I, I I don't know my Japanese history, but I know there was a time where they didn't they didn't want foreigners because they it was like changing their path right like they didn't like you know people were trying to get them to modernize but they didn't want to modernize Mm -hmm. so there was there's a lot of stuff like that but yeah i think that's like the meiji era so that may be long after this but i think if that's when that era kind of ended then prior to that would explain why there probably wasn't a whole lot of uh a lot of trade so again i don't know um i'm just kind of speculating based on like what little bit i do know
1: Mm mm-hmm but yeah, Isaac's from Europe, and basically these guys are after him. Um, uh, Fu asks him basically like if she, if he knows anything about the guy that sm- the samurai that smells fl- sunflowers, and he tells him, "Hey, go to, Nakaza- go to Nagasaki, and you know, that's about that's about all he's good for." Uh, I believe he yep. actually ends up getting deported. R.I.P. to my man, but yep. at least he got the free meal and a tour of the city before he got.
0: Yep. And that, that's it. <laughs> that's the end of that tune.
1: Now, at least we have a destination, which is Nagasaki. So, like, yep. we got, we're on the road to there, basically.
0: We're on the road. But before we do that, Cody, we're going to the next episode. You know what they're going to do? They're going to eat. But they're interrupted because uh, Fu's purse has been stolen. So now not only do they got no food, they ain't, they're broke again.
1: Yeah, I think they win, like, a little gambling match at the very beginning. Uh, but, yeah, they get they get pickpocketed. By uh, Shinsuke, Shinsuke, mm-hmm. um, and he basically he tries to make a deal with these thugs using Fu's money. Um, mm-hmm. He's, he's he, the reason he's doing all this is because his mother has like this sick condition. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure so what ex- gotta... I'm not sure what exactly is wrong with her, but she you can tell she's clearly ill. Um, so he, he's got his he's got his motives right.
0: Mm-hmm. The classic I got to do bad things to help the family that I love so much. We've seen this before.
1: Right, so, um, Mugen, Jin, Mugen, Jin and Fu, they kind of, like, go and, like, check up the house. Yeah. Um, don't really find anything there, um, uh, but Fu ends up going back the next morning and gets caught by Shinsuke's mother. Um, mm-hmm. and she instantly, she's like, oh, you must be Shinsuke's girlfriend. And, uh, basically, she kind of gives Fu the whole 911 on, situa- on the situation, or the 411 on the situation. oh
0: somebody better call 911, yeah, yeah.
1: uh, somebody's yeah, about to get stabbed. <laughs> that's right, and... Um, basically Shinsuke's father had abandoned the family, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the whole Soppy story, um,
0: yeah, not great,
1: then we see Shinsuke visits the doctor again that night, and basically like, the treatment that he can afford for his mother,
0: won't, won't make her better,
1: yeah, it, which is unfortunate, I mean, she's getting like, the great value medicine when she needs like, the surgery, okay. <laughs>
0: Five hundred milligrams, or something. She needs like two thousand milligrams, or something.
1: That's right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so the next morning, Fu confronts Shinsuke, um, basically about what he's done. Uh, but they get attacked by a gang, and uh, they're basically forced to hide. And Shinsuke kind of takes her hostage, uh, which causes an even bigger scene. And while they're hiding, they kind of like have like a little bit of like. A bonding, a bonding moment. They have a
0: bonding moment. Yeah. It's like,
1: oh, you stole his. <laughs> this guy stole your money and kidnapped you and held you hostage. So now you're bonding with him. Got it.
0: Oh, we got a little Nightingale syndrome. That's what's happening.
1: That's right. And uh, she basically kind of like convinces him to like basically just run away. Um, yep. And we basically see while while he's escaping, he ends up getting killed by the police. Um,
0: yep. Yeah, Mugen comes to save the day and shinsuke is killed and on to the next <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep yeah. uh and we never really get I, I think fu just decides not to tell shinsuke's mother about it um well, she gets brought up again in the little recap episode that we get to but mm-hmm. really not important here um like yep, i said the
0: next episode we have more of a we have more of a gen focus here in episode eight
1: that's right chris we we meet nagamitsu uh it's kind of like a, a singing like swordsman guy and he's got the beatboxing crew with him um yep a lot of, a lot of hip-hop kind of influence on this episode which there is throughout the whole show but um I don't know this, this ha- is
0: kind of like this is kind of in your face with it
1: yeah and this episodes actually fine. this episode is actually probably like one of my favorite ones
0: um well yeah because we're done with like like this one is the, this is where it starts getting a little bit different you know what I mean yeah. But then we go right back, back, right back to it on the next episode. But whatever.
1: That's right. We meet we meet this curvaceous woman, as the Wikipedia page says here, Chris. Oh yeah. <laughs> Budokiba. Kiba. Um, and yep. She
0: she she, uh, she roofies she, them. She roofies the boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, gets them nice and drunk, and uh, while this She's is like going on, Fu, Fu kind of gets upset that they leave her to go with this girl. Um, so she goes out to find, meet up with Nagimitsu and. Uh, Turns out he's he's trying to challenge the same guy wearing glasses. Um,
0: yeah, well, conveniently, Jen wears glasses.
1: Yeah, which clearly that's who he's looking for. Um, so she she finds both <coughs> Mugen and Jen basically the next morning. They're they're passed out drunk. All their stuff's mm-hmm. been stolen, of course. They're oh, of course, high and dry again. Um,
0: Tail of the tape, man, and it's not even whimsical like Cowboy Bebop, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is just like. <sighs> I don't, know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know, you know what to say, Cody.
1: Yeah, like... Uh, you know, we'll talk about that in the recap, I think. Yeah. But anyhow, one of Nagamatsu's followers, Ogura, challenges him to a duel. Um, and this guy, basically, he brings up the fact that... At least I'm pretty sure this is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy that brings up the fact that Jin killed his previous master. Mm-hmm. Which, Chris, I would love to know about. But we huh? find out nothing here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Jin's basically like, yes, I did kill my master. And then he lets this guy live. And he tells him, hey, Ogura's like, you know there's going to be more people coming after you. And he's like, well, that's why I'm letting you live. So you can go, like, you know, warn them not to not to do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But anyhow, our, our, our... Then we
0: have dogs our, and uh, <laughs> our curvaceous gal, uh, Budakiba... Yeah, she, gra- Kiba.
1: she grabs her boys. Fu grabs her boys, and everybody leaves and spits on their What's own it? two on their own two ways. Um, yeah, you know it started oh. off. It started off good, Chris, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but carry on. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, please go ahead because we're uh, we're going to the next episode where uh, now now we're getting to the, the point of the show where you no, know, they don't have. You know, we we've seen their lack of food. Now we're getting hard into their lack of money.
1: That's right. So now they're needing to cross this, like, border. It's like a gate thing that they gotta get through. Um,
0: yep, and then they get the old fucking fakeo passes.
1: Yeah, they buy travel passes from a scalper. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, of course, the, these three never learn their lessons from anything, so. Um, they try to get through with these passes. They're fake, they get sentenced to death. Um,
0: yeah, that escalated very quickly.
1: Yes, Sentenced directly to death because the the guy who runs the place is kind of a douche. Um, mm-hmm. And we see this like, like we see this old man. I guess I should mention this at the beginning of the episode. We see this old man and he like talks about this story like in a past tense. Mm-hmm. But at this point, he's much younger. Um, and they offer Mugen. They're like, "Hey, you get if you want to save your friends, you got to like." There's a,
0: there's a group of bandits out there, and you need to. You, know. you, gotta deliver, uh, you, gotta, you gotta deliver something to some bandits, or do you just have to kill the bandits? Like, he's gotta, I think he has to deliver something. Yeah, deliver
1: something, and then Jin and Fu will be spared. Um, mm-hmm. So Mugen heads that way, and he notices he's being followed by, like, this weird group of, like, masked people. They're wearing, like, Tengu masks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So he gets captured again. Um, and Yamanen is... I think that's the guy's name, Yamanen? He, uh, he's, yeah, he's Demane. like, the old, he's like the whole, yeah, the old man who's like telling the story. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out he's been trailing Mugen also and mm-hmm. uh, kind of frees him from his, his new, like imprisonment. Um, While well, all this is going on, nah, they like, they light the field on fire. Um,
0: oh yeah, it's not, this ain't, this ain't just grass, Cody.
1: <laughs> no, nope.
0: This is fucking, this is the devil's lettuce.
1: The devil's lettuce, Chris. Um, right and you can clearly tell uh because yeah, the anim- they are fucking the animation goes cruising <laughs> dude the animation goes wild it's awesome it reminds me of like the cowboy bebop mushrooms scenes yes um
0: and this uh they are all at cruising altitude let's that, just say that they're they're uh they are free to move about the cabin is what i'm trying to get at
1: that's right and uh it's such, like, a giant field of marijuana, basically, that it makes its way all the way to the Border Patrol, and then they start to hallucinate, and Fu and Jin manage to basically get away. Yep. And they come across Mugen and, like, the other group of fighters, or, like, the Tengu mask-wearing guys, and it, basically everybody's just high. And.
0: They're <laughs> just chilling. Just straight fucking chillsies. And, that,
1: so, and that's really I, it. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, that was a fun, that was just a fun episode. Like, that's that's one I can watch while I'm... uh you know, also at cruising altitude.
1: That's right, Chris. Um, But yeah, another one that really didn't have much story to it, but you know, it was enjoyable. They made it through the gate and they're, we're still on our way to Nagasaki, apparently.
0: Yep. And, uh, so that's where it takes us right into the next episode where, guess what? We're trying to get food again.
1: That's right, Chris. And they come across like a priest guy and he basically, he's like, yeah, I'll help you out. But you got to do all these like chores in his like dojo. Oh yeah. They scrub the floors, you know, the whole nine yards. Mhm. Um. So while while Fu is doing like her errands, uh, she comes across this group of people, uh, and they're basically discussing like a, a string of killings that have been going on.
0: Um, and it's all uh, it's all samurai that are uh, that are the focus of these uh these kill the victims
1: here. Yeah, and there's like a big bounty on the guy's head that's doing this. Um, And Mugen is really the only one that's, like, he's basically the only one that's interested. Um, And he actually ends up going out to a bar, and a man named Shoryu sits down next to him. Um, They kind of have a few drinks, and uh, I want to say this is where Shoryu actually offers him some of his sake, because Mugen only has, like, so much money. Uh, And Mugen pretty much instantly realizes, he's like, I know you're the killer, like...
0: And they get to scrap it, and uh, show, show you's no—he's not—he's not a pushover. I'll yeah. say that.
1: This is like the first fight I think we've seen our, our main character like quote unquote lose.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: Um, and he like offers to fight him at the next full moon. Um, mm-hmm. Then we go back to the priest, and the priest reveals that he is Showy's act- teacher. Yeah. Um, talks about these secret techniques, blah blah blah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Either way they head up they meet full moon they fight again so he was impressed yep. disarms him moving pulls out a knife and kills him yep and this one actually robble, robble. this one pretty much just ends right there like it ends very abruptly i actually thought this was going to be a two-part episode and then the next episode started and i was like okay we don't yeah. even on on the road again
0: <laughs> yeah we're on the road and we're broke this time
1: that's right chris um is this the no, one?
0: We, we got a bug tournament, baby. That's what we do. We got the old fucking uh, the old fucking uh, the NCAA bug mark, bug madness.
1: Yeah, the rhinoceros beetle bug tournament. Yes,
0: sir, baby.
1: Which Mugen ends up winning? That's so we right. Got, we're
0: training them up, baby. We got we got the Rocky montage playing. It's great.
1: We got gambling. We got art. We got murderers, samurai, and bug tournaments, Chris. Um,
0: yeah, that, that, we, we've got it all. The show's got everything you want.
1: Anyhow, while Mugen and Fu are doing that. Jen is roaming around like the town and he comes across this woman. He's like a he's like about to drown herself.
0: Mhm.
1: Um and I don't even really know what happens here but they like maybe... Well, she's a
0: hooker. So she's trying to Okay.
1: Well, no, not yet. She's not. I don't think, right? Okay. Yeah, she's going to be the next day. That's right. That's right. Okay. But Jen... She's going to be a hooker the next day. Jen comes across like this this like food place or the stall or something and like the guy just like he's like looking for work basically so he can get money for food and the guy's like hey you're in shark now here you go and like what the fuck him and the woman like they kind of have like a bonding moment and I, I, I don't know, they're serving food or they're serving something to the people um and she kind of reveals that she's going to become a prostitute to help pay for her, her husband's gambling debts mm-hmm. yada 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 um and her name's Shino, of course. Um, so he goes to visit her at the brothel the next day. And, he, like, spends money to, like... He spends the money that Mugen won to go see her. Um, and he basically, he like...
0: Tries, he tries to... He wants to, like, buy her company and, like, pretty much just pay for her time. And he wants her to, like, escape.
1: Yeah, because, like, her husband's clearly, like, a, a piece of trash. He's, like, beating oh, yeah. her. He's Beat gambling losing all the money um so he basically helps her escape um and then of course mugen and Fu, that foo knows something's up and they catch wind and like kind of come help and they basically get her on a boat to freedom the shino girl to get her on a boat to yep. freedom and uh mm-hmm.
0: that, that's, that's it that's it they get her to yeah, safety we just...
1: we're moving yeah. right along chris we're still yeah, and... we're still broke and we're still hungry um
0: Yep, and this last episode, which I think is probably a better starting point, uh, stopping point, because I know we we're originally going to do uh, 13, uh, 1 through thirteen, mm-hmm. but because thirteen and fourteen are a two-parter, I think it's better to just start with the two-parter, and especially with this episode, I think it's right to end on this turd because I mean this one's a uh, this is pretty <laughs> much a recap episode.
1: Yeah, Chris, a recap of our very in-depth story here. Uh, you know.
0: Yeah, but it's from Fu's perspective.
1: You mean but. this perspective we've already seen, Chris?
0: Yes, goddamn, <laughs> yes.
1: Right. It's like like the Death Note one made sense because there was a lot of stuff going on over the first mm-hmm. 24 episodes or 25, whatever it was. Yeah. This one like, there, you have nothing. nothing. We, yeah. You have these three trying not to get killed every episode, trying to find food and trying not to be broke
0: like we just have one lead we've gotten one lead in 12 episodes we've gotten one lead on where to go
1: yeah and we're still not there yet but we're yeah we're taking the well, scenic route to nagasaki we, I guess. we
0: definitely are i mean at least we're not taking the uh the seven deadly sins route And you know we can be there in two days but we can teleport there but we're deciding not to teleport you know i think i think we're going around <laughs> the globe the other way to get to nagasaki here
1: that's right um but yeah it starts off basically like to having like a nice little, like, hot spring bath type thing, and Mugen steals her diary, which, of course, he doesn't know how to read, so Jin kind of reads it for him. Mm-hmm. And they basically just go through an episode recap. Which, I mean, th- there are some funny moments in it. hmm But, like...
0: But, honestly, Cody, I feel like you can watch episode one and then skip right to episode 12.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, you won't miss anything. Like yes. Sure, you get like a, a brief moment that where Jen says he killed his master, like,
0: mm-hmm. and they could have easily like just inserted that in.
1: And we don't even have any like backstory on that yet, and I don't know if we get any, but I hope we get like a little yep. something more. Um, just because it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I killed the master.
0: Oh, yeah, I killed him. What's, what's it to you?
1: Yeah, well, it's like, it's like, oh, this is supposed to be like the honorable samurai guy. Why'd he kill his master? It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we i don't know i wish i could tell you but basically they get to the end of this diary and fu is basically writing a bunch of bullshit in the diary um and that just pisses off mugen and that's it Mm
0: -hmm. and that's where we end the first half of this blazingly impressive recap of samurai shampoo one through twelve and uh Cody, I, like I agree with you. I I didn't care for it as much this time around. I, if we haven't made that blatantly obvious yet,
1: yeah. Like uh, I just
0: I just didn't enjoy watching it, and that's weird to say.
1: I think it was a, it was a fine watch. It was just nothing drew me in. I yeah, because like, there's,
0: uh, there's nothing going on. Like we're we're just like again. Like I think you hit the nail right on the head when you said that. Like at least Bebop's, you know date monster of the week episodes because really in that show either we got what one vicious episode per cycle really like per half that we did so one
1: one, maybe two like maybe a two-parter
0: right but like at least in those you know villain of the week episodes we got glimpses of what these characters were about um in the villains like each villain was very very interesting and engaging but like we're not getting that here and I think and I I do think the time period is part of the blame on that because like you can't have an intergalactic smuggler in fucking feudal Japan right like you can't you can't have a space trucker or uh, a bounty hunter a criminal wanted in six solar you know what I mean like you just can't or you know an animal activist group that has blown up space stations and created these crazy plague viruses like you you just – you are very limited by the setting of the show, and I think the way this narrative is done so far, I think it's really held back by the uh, – by just where it's from because you can only do it so much, and I think that's part of the problem.
1: Yeah, like I feel like we're hardly even introduced to the characters other than their names. and like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, these two are swordsmen, and this girl worked at a tea shop.
0: That's yeah, a- and they're just looking for a guy. And this is it. Like, it's almost real life in the regard that like you're you're living through this day to day and ain't shit going on, right? You're just mm-hmm. this is where I'm at today. This is what I'm doing. So there it is.
1: And we don't know why she's looking for this guy. Like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, nothing. They, they haven't like really brought any of that to the forefront yet. And it's like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna finish it because I, I I hope it gets better. At least I'm pretty sure it does. But again. I'm. I feel like I'm watching it fresh for the first time because I haven't seen it in a long time. But
1: yeah, and I mean, this is my first time diving in, and I'm
0: not impressed so
1: far. I just really expected a lot more. I mean, I didn't expect Cowboy Bebop. Um, yeah. But I mean, when you're trying to follow like this, almost like the same formula, mm-hmm. but like they're trying to follow like you said, the the villain of the week, the monster of the week type thing, but like. There's no overarching narrative which there wasn't really much in cowboy bebop um but yeah like at least the characters had character like
0: yeah they, like, these guys are all kind of they're all kind of wet sandwiches man
1: yeah like they have their funny moments and like stuff but I'm tired yeah. of watching foo get captured and then the other two just come rescue her or one of them gets drunk or meets a girl like
0: yeah. Again, it's the it's it's very formulaic and like you know I'm all for I'm all for formulaic anime but like this is like this is cookie cutter as book
1: yeah it's super.
0: I, I I'm kind of bummed I'm bummed and I, I'm almost wishing I would have not watched it again I, I wish I could still hold it in the same reference that I did the first time
1: you know yeah yeah like I have no idea how I'm gonna rank this I mean I hope the second half really turns it up Mm -hmm. but i mean i'm not expecting anything um i mean there was a lot of times where i was like watching the show where i would look down for a second and i'd be like dozing off immediately and i'm like hold on i gotta rewind that and
0: yeah yeah.
1: let me see if anything happened here oh no okay and i mean i was this was an enemy i like struggled to like not look at my phone at like Mm -hmm. usually i'm like all right no phone watch these episodes and then you know, I can check that later. And this, I was oh, like, "Oh,
0: dude, yeah, I, I had the, I had the, I'm dozing off in my chair." Moments man, too.
1: I was struggling. Um, yeah. But you know, we got through it. Um,
0: and we're going to continue to get through it, Cody.
1: Yeah. Overall, it's and, okay. Uh, <laughs> but
0: yeah, I, I still think it's good. Like, just good to have on the TV in the background. Because again, the art style is be- It's beautiful to watch. It's the music is great. The voice acting is great. Just what is happening is not. It's just boring. It's just flat.
1: Yeah, I hope we get to find out some more backstory on our characters, um, mm-hmm. and I hope we figure out what this sunflower samurai guy is all about and why Foo's after him and like what happened in Mugen's past or what happened in Jin's past. Like, we ha- there's just yeah, nothing. More. There's nothing to hold on to. I mean, you find out Jet likes bonsai trees, and that's more character than all three of these characters yeah. combined.
0: And well, and and again. To kind of, you know, I never really thought about it until you said it right at the top of this thing that maybe this show is just better one shot at a time. Like watch an episode, wait a week, watch another episode, wait a week, um, you know, put you on that Mandalorian diet, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think any show is like that. So it's hard to even really give it that excuse almost. Like yeah, every uh, show I'm... in the world will be better if you watched it once a week. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know. Like, don't when a good, good, good commercial break comes in, you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? And they're like, oh, I'll find out next time. It's like, no! <laughs> like, like this is that's just... That's You know, like... I, it's yeah. hard to even but make... It. A, I, I'm trying to make an excuses, because I know, like, people, like, love this show. And I just... Yeah. Maybe they can... I, maybe they can leave a comment down below and tell yeah, us, please. like... Yeah, please.
0: Yeah, please. I'm actually glad you said that, because, uh, you know, we, we would like to hear... What people say, and again, I think my issue with it is is I just don't care about feudal era stuff as much as I do. Mm -hmm. Because I think if you take what's happening and put it like in a cyberpunk futuristic setting and, you know, give, you know, you can be a lot more flexible with detectives and murderers and monsters of the week and villains of the week when you have like some more technology and things. Or like even if there was like a supernatural turn, right, I think you could do more, but you can't. Because
1: there ain't... Yeah, it's, it's but, literally just samurai and, like, guards and police. Yeah, like,
0: and, and the police. Yeah, that's it. Like, that's literally all just, it. And,
1: like, we have no idea why Mugen's even good with the sword. Like, Yeah. I just have to expect that he's just, like, the most badass character. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Alrighty, then. Um, But, you know, what, but, hopefully the second half will turn it around. Um,
0: I think it will, but, Cody, we're gonna turn it around, because we're not gonna end on a negative note. We've got a question.
1: Oh, do we, Chris?
0: Yeah. So the question is, Cody, is there a live action property that you would like to see adapted into an anime or have like an anime um like an anime supplement to? The example given in the question was kind of kind of how Blade Runner has the anime middle part, the the anime movie between the two.
1: Ooh. Let me think about this. This might actually be tough. I might have to pause the podcast. Chris, do you have an answer before I... Uh, I do, yeah. Um, okay, I actually I, would I, like to see... I'm going to let you go, and then I'm, I'm going to look up some stuff. So you go okay. ahead.
0: Um, again, going back to the high fantasy stuff that I like, but also um, I would absolutely love... And I believe it does have an animated supplement, but I, uh, I'm a big fan of the show Supernatural. I would love to see like an anime style of that um, or Lord of the Rings. Those are like my two answers. Um, granted, you could argue I have Record of Lotus War, which is almost Lord of the Rings anime. Um, but I also said um, I would also I would also enjoy, uh, which I know it's coming soon. Apparently there's a Magic the Gathering anime that's coming up on Netflix in, I want to say, 2021 or 2022. Um but no, Supernatural and Lord of the Rings are the first two that come to mind, and I know they did an animated Supernatural, but I don't know if it's in the anime style. My wife would be able to tell me that one.
1: <laughs> Man, that's well, a what tough. What about you? That's a tough question. I'm trying to think of like my favorite movies and like how they would adapt and if I'd like them, mm-hmm. and if they're not already like, if they don't already have like a comic or like a an manga. Like I was thinking about like the Boys as a cartoon would be sweet. But, uh-huh. like, the boys already has, like, excuse me, beer burps. Um, but they already have, like, their graphic novel. Um, so I'm oh, trying to think, wow. like, like, one of my favorite movies of all time would be, like, V for Vendetta. But, like, uh-huh. that's really, like, a complete story.
0: So what's crazy is, Cody, I actually looked it up. There is a Supernatural anime series.
1: No shit. Really?
0: Yes. It's called <laughs> Supernatural, the anime series. And it was on the CW Seed.
1: What a great name.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. Um,
1: well, Chris, looks babe, like... Dave, have you-,
0: you watched that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm actually just asking about She has not watched it either. Well, I guess uh, we've got something to watch. Time to get my wife into anime. Well,
1: Chris, that, that's, that's why we got the question segment, you know. You learn something yeah. new every time, right?
0: <laughs> I did. I had no idea that... I knew there was an animated... Like, I, I had known that there was some kind of anime, but I didn't know if it was like a full-on show or... Like, they had an episode where they were inside of Scooby-Doo, so maybe I thought it was, like, a you know a, a, an increase to that. Uh, I ha- I'm i going to be watching the shit out of this, Cody.
1: You know what, Chris? Have you ever seen Prison Break? Yes. Okay, maybe we do Prison Break animated. but like I,
0: I, I'd watch an anime Prison but Break. But we redo
1: the second, third, and fourth seasons to where we make... That's ma- the
0: best way to redo the rest right. of the seasons.
1: Yeah. I think maybe that's the way to go.
0: Um, We get the anime. Cody. I like how you took it a step further. Not only did you want an anime supplement, you wanted a full anime retcon of the uh, (laughs) of the actual show.
1: Yeah, parts of season parts of season two were okay, but like season three and four, Mm. Mm -hmm. trash. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh man, I wouldn't mind Star Wars anime either. Like a proper like they, 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 they someone did a video of like an X Wing versus Tie Fighter anime, but I think a legit Star Wars anime would be really sick. Um.
1: Yeah, Fun I love I love seeing like a little like five minute like fan made animated version of mm-hmm. something.
0: Dude, uh, Terminator like would be really cool. Fucking dude,
1: there's, there's just, so many. There's just so much cool stuff you can do with animation that you. That's what I'm saying, dude. You just you can't can take, do like
0: yeah. And I think any any movie that like any movie again when we're talking you know more contemporary or futuristic like there's a lot you can do. Um, And I'm a big fan of using anime as like a bridge to other things like, uh, you know, talking back to video games, I actually really like the Final Fantasy 15 compilation, like the anime series Mm -hmm. that accompanied that little brotherhood, I think is what it was called. Yep. Like stuff like that. I could totally get behind like anime attached to a video game or again, like give me. Like if a movie has like if like a movie and its sequel have like time breaks or a movie itself has like a six months later or something like I'd love an anime that tells me what happened during that time, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, definitely. And I think it's a fairly simple, maybe not simple is the right word, but like I think it's a Mm -hmm. it's just a nice way to do it. Um, Even like like especially video games. I know I know you mentioned live action stuff, but like any video game could make an anime, and I'm there. Like I've seen like the Halo ones. That they made, even though they were pretty shitty. Um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy has a few of them. They have like the the Final Fantasy Seven Last Order, which I really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. And then I know like more recently, like Persona Five has a an anime. I don't know if you've seen that yet, um, but.
0: Uh yeah, I, it's actually on my queue on Hulu. I watched I've watched the first episode, and it goes back to the. I don't want to watch this because I'm we're probably going to cover this on the podcast at some point.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm probably going to start Persona 5 sometime soon. I've owned the game for over a year and I just... One day, Chris, I'll, I'm going to dive into it. and <laughs> I'm going to cash in on my 100 hours in that game. Um, but, but yeah, <laughs> really anything that they want to make animated, I'm all for it. Like
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: If for some reason they're like, oh, hey, here's a Blade movie animated, I'm like, alright. You know what I'm there? Like mm-hmm. but, Yeah. I'll yeah, watch it. That's my answer for that, Chris. There's any anything they want to make animated, I, I'm usually going to be there for it, good or bad.
0: Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it the. Uh, I'll give it the fair shake. Uh, still waiting on my Gil- Gilmore Girls anime. I'll watch that too.
1: Oh man, yeah. <laughs> what, Who, what's, what, what, what's the would my, song my friends anime? If you're out on, on the road. The road. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. This is now being taken over by the Gilmore Girls, uh, the Stars Hollow podcast.
1: Yeah, when we lose all our listeners, that's what we're going to, Chris. We're just making the that's Gilmore right. Two guys talk about Gilmore girls the entire That's
0: right. We're just going to lean in. the Gilmore boys. That's what we're going to call it.
1: Let's go ahead and Gilmore look. guys, the I'll, Gilmore guys. I'll, I'll go, go ahead and, and p- I'll put the copyright in for that now. You know, just Perfect. in case somebody tries to come after us for it.
0: Um, that's right. The Gilmore Guys podcast. Guys, welcome to episode 1 of the Gilmore Guys. today <laughs> we're going to cover episode 1 of season 1.
1: Yeah, we're going to be talking about Talk about Rory. That's the only character I remember, honestly. <laughs>
0: well, and you mean and Laura like? Oh, <laughs> we Lore- are derailing so fucking fast. <laughs> that's
1: right. And Laura is a member of the Elite Four, if you like Pokemon.
0: Oh, there you go. See, yeah. there you go. There, there, there's that crossover appeal. We we made the connection.
1: That's right. Um, but yeah, Chris. With that. With that being said, that's that's yes, all I now, got. <laughs> now that we've
0: officially lost all of our listeners, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. <laughs> that's all I've got, man.
1: All right, guys. Well, once again, please follow our. Uh, our twitter page at shonen and suds like us on facebook at shonen and suds look forward to the youtube page i promise i'm gonna make Mm -hmm. it one of these days i I got a big christmas break coming up so i'll be able to make some uh
0: make some moves
1: make some uh what are they called chris the clickbaity little images that pop up oh
0: man i I love that
1: can't even think of the name of Thumbnails? thumbnail thank you thank you there it is drawing a blank um, so I'll make some sweet looking thumbnails and
0: I, I like referring to them as clickbaity images that's how I'm going to refer to them moving forward
1: that's right Chris um, but yeah that's all I, I got once again guys thank you for listening I am Cody Snodgrass
0: and I am Chris Adams and please 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 comment either on Facebook Twitter or on this episode that uh, you know what is it that how what still attracts you to Samurai Champloo after all this time because I feel like the magic is gone but we'll figure yeah i want to hear what everybody else
1: thinks mhm yeah that's all i got see ya <laughs>